Thanks for joining us on the all-new This Morning with Jayla Nye, Daryl McIntyre. Good well, morning. We knew that there was going to be uh, an election, election campaign in May. What we didn't know was that there was going to be an emergency situation uh, right across the province, of course. Uh, Alberta declared a provincial state of emergency on Saturday night, and it comes, you know, uh, a week in to the election mm-hmm. campaign, the battle really right now between the UCP, the NDP, and um, lots of people keeping an eye on things on how this could unfold politically. Uh, what impacts there could be of having a, 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 an emergency like this during an election campaign? You hear it so often too. You're in the middle of a, of a disaster situation and you hear people say, well, you don't make this political, let's just... It's going to be political. There are political decisions that are made that then impact what happens mm-hmm. on the ground, leading up to the ground. Plus, we're in an election campaign. It's it's Any leader is also going to be judged on how they react in an emergency situation. That's just the nature of it. So curious as to what impact this is going to have. How political does it get, and especially in the days that lead mm-hmm. right up to the vote? We're going to have a conversation this morning with Sarah Biggs, who's a strategist, political commentator, a partner with Olson and Biggs Public Affairs, joining us this morning on 630 Ched. Sarah, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Uh, doing pretty well. So, you know, concerned, as everybody is, about <laughs> mm-hmm. some of the wildfires, but also fascinated by this political discussion. There is no way to take politics out of a situation like that. Is there? It's it's very difficult, very 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 difficult. Um, the the way they could have taken out politics out of it is if uh, every single party would have you know agreed to be quiet on announcements and social media for forty eight hours, mm. just taking like some, something of a pause, so we can focus on the situation, what's going on up there. Um, we need to remember that you know this weekend's going to be horribly hot again. Mm-hmm. So, are we at risks of having more fires? Is the emergency, the state of emergency, is going to be you know longer than when we think it will be? Um, and to me, you know, that this weekend I was talks about you know um, when I was talking to Miss Curries that I was saying a pause wouldn't hurt because every every single leader will be under the microscope. Yeah and being judged on how they are handling the situation. Because right now, what they want to see is action, paying attention, empathy, how well both leaders work together. And there's a lot on the line here because every single faux pas or misannouncement or anything like that could cost some votes. It was nice to see the the two leaders of the main parties, Rachel Notley, Daniel Smith, getting together and and you know at least briefly sharing notes, comparing notes, and trying to to show a united front in this. It was, and it, how it used to be fifteen years ago, right? Um, the political world has moved into a more of a how could I say uh, you know each party keeps it to their own, and they, they didn't use to they don't mingle like they used to be. Uh, I remember fifteen years ago in Parliament Hill. Conservatives and liberals and, and DPs were talking all the time. Mm-hmm. We would be talking outside of work and we would go for a pint and, you know, talk about what was going on. Um, right now, the situation is much, much, much different very often. Um, but no, collaboration was needed this weekend. 
Absolutely. Sarah Biggs joining us this morning, a strategist, a political commentator and partner with Olson and Biggs Public Affairs. Sarah, we talk, uh, you touched on it, you know, saying that the two leaders, especially going to be under, you know, a lot of scrutiny uh, for the next few days. What do you believe that that people, that the electorate are going to be watching for from them in the coming uh, days and weeks? Well, that is a loaded question. Um, <laughs> people like me were watching how, um, you know, how campaign was continuing, how what, I, I, you know, people like you and I are not necessarily regular voters because we are, you know, following this on, mm-hmm. on a daily basis. But I was keeping an eye on how social media was handled, the announcements that were made. Um, but we need to remember that there's 30,000 Albertans that are being, you know, displaced right now, mm-hmm. being in, refuge, uh, in relocation centers. And Edmonton, Calgary just announced that they were ready to open yesterday. Um, I think that, you know, sometimes, you know, in the past, we have been dealing with emergencies during elections and all that. Elections were not delayed, um, you know. But what if calling for a 48-hour pause was the right thing to do and we had it long before? Mm. Sir, I wonder... In consideration what happened. Mm. Sarah, I wonder if, um, you know, really what this gives an opportunity to show a candidate's leadership abilities, their true leadership abilities in whatever whatever way that, that, that looks like. I think there's an opportunity here to show how you would uh, guide the province moving forward if you're the one that uh, is victorious on, on May 29th. Exactly. Well, we, we saw this weekend that there was a little bit of a, a primary of a fair on Saturday before an announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, was that fundraiser, should that have been cancelled? Yes, I believe so. Or, you know, tried to tone it down as much as you can. But what well, has been planned has been planned at the same time. I'm not trying to be an apologist for the fundraiser that happened this weekend. But sometimes it's a very, very delicate situation. Um, but yes, uh, how the leader behaves, how quick they act, how much attention they are paying to the situation and the solutions and the help that they are bringing forward will be noticed by the public 100%. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, we got to make sure that there's... so. Here's what we need to be careful about. We um, need the leaders need to be mindful of what they are saying, what happens outside, and try to avoid as much noise as they can <laughs> to not drown their actions. Yesterday, Premier Smith came up with um, an announcement: twelve hundred dollars per adult, plus five hundred dollars per uh, dependent under eighteen years old um, to help. Uh, with the current situation. Now, unfortunately, that announcement got drowned, which is a really good announcement. They took action fast. They are offering the help. You know, help is available. Um, But unfortunately, it got drowned by other noise. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be extremely important to see how each party will be controlling the narrative on the flyers and see what's going on. Um, you know, it, it's one thing to make an announcement about it and say that I'm with you. But when, unfortunately, for personally for me, when you see campaigning continuing, you know, normally, 
an, an announcement here and there, I think it's, you know, it's, I think rural Alberta wants to see more than that, especially the ones that are, you know, affected by the fires because we have lives and livelihoods on the line right now. And there's so much cattle that's being displaced and communities are getting organized. Uh, be the leader who you aspire to be. Yeah. And try to take action as much as you can. Uh, Sarah, we're going to run out of time here. I want to thank you for your time. Thank you for your uh, your insight. Appreciate chatting with you this morning. Thank you so much for having right. me. Have a good day. You too. Uh, Sarah Biggs is a strategist, political commentator, and partner with Olson and Biggs Public Affairs. Mm-hmm. And then there was the other part that came out with the uh, the video Daniel Smith talking uh, mm-hmm. about you know lifting or setting a state of emergency at but announcing it first yes. to part. And we heard Rachel Nolan members, talk about yeah. that in the newscaster a little bit earlier today. So you're telling party members before you tell the people who are affected. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that resonate with voters after a while? Is it another thing that gets added up? We'll well we'll see at the end of the month, won't it, we? 